0: Welcome to Jumbo Shrimp Wine Study Maps. We have specially created this free content for all our listeners who are studying for wine exams. This has been a journey of development Since Stevie Kim discovered Rosie Baker's hand drawn maps on Instagram, through two years of work by our in house editorial and graphics team, and now the maps are available to purchase in beta form while they undergo the final proofing and editing by our expert advisory board. It's a three layered project because we know everyone learns differently. We now offer the complete box set of 39 maps, this series of podcasts with the maps narrated by our crack team of wine educators, and finally, the study guide book, which will be published later this year. Our map project is in no way a substitute for the material set out by other educational organizations but we hope all the wine students out there will find our map project a new exciting and useful tool for learning for more information and to buy the maps please visit our website at mamajumboshrimp.com
1: i'm jill gordon smith and this is the jumbo shrimp guide to wine study maps and today we're covering australia Diverse climates, elevations and soil types heavily influence the 65 different legally protected wine regions of Australia and regionality is the cornerstone of the Australian wine community. Australia is divided into six states and two territories, New South Wales, Victoria, Queensland, Tasmania, South Australia, Western Australia, Australian Capital Territory, which is home to Canberra, our capital city, and also the Northern Territory. Viticulturally, vineyards in Australia are grouped into geographical indications, or GI, and these make up the wine regions. The GI system is really similar to the naming system used in Europe. It's recognised by international law and it's designed to protect the use of regional names. Geographical indications are the names of Australian wine producing areas, and they're broken down into zones, regions, and sub regions. So, a zone is a large area without any particular qualifying attributes. They can either be states, such as South Australia, or cover several states, such as that large area of southeastern Australia that basically goes from Queensland right until the border of Western Australia. Zones can also make up part of a state. With the possible exception of Barossa, these zones are rarely seen on labels. There are 65 wine regions in Australia and a region is an internationally protected and, and it's also defined as a single tract of land that usually produces at least 500 tonnes of wine grapes in a year and comprises at least five independently owned vineyards of at least five hectares each. The area of land must be discrete and homogenous in its grape growing attributes. Regions such as Coonawarra, Clare Valley and Margaret River can vary in size and are much smaller than zones. Many regions are further split into sub-regions, if there are notable areas in those particular regions that have distinct and unique qualities. Although a sub-region must fall within one region, some regions are covered by several zones. For example, Eden Valley is a region within the Barossa zone, which is within the zone of South Australia, which in turn is within South Eastern Australia zone. What this does is give producers plenty of options when it comes to making up their blends. Australia's landmass is similar in size to that of the United States and it's larger than that of Europe. So there's a very diverse range of climates that are found here. But due to Australia's latitude, the main growing regions have warmer hot climates. Now, many of these regions are tempered by their proximity to either the Southern or Indian Ocean or the Murray River system. Others, such as Adelaide Hills and Eden Valley, are cooled by altitude. Rainfall is a big issue in Australia, and in many regions it's low, and irrigation is essential. So, drought is probably one of the biggest problems that we have, and even in extreme years, even the Murray River, which provides water for irrigation, can run low. So, the dry conditions combined with high summer temperatures mean bushfires are a really big risk. Even if the vineyard is not damaged or destroyed, the smoke from such fires can come into contact with the grapes and cause some issues. Many producers are seeking sites with cool or moderate climates and plantings have increased in high-altitude locations on the mainland. For example, Queensland actually has the Stanthorpe area, which is 900 metres above sea level and gets quite a lot of snow in winter, even though Queensland is well known for its sunny climate. Tasmania is probably one of the more up-and-coming regions in Australia now because it has a southerly latitude and provides much more cooler climate opportunities. Chardonnay is the most widely planted white grape in Australia and it's planted widely throughout the vineyard regions and it's made in a wide range of styles. Australian Chardonnay is often a blend of fruit from different regions and produced un to give peachy, fruity characters to the wine and then at the other end of the spectrum we have very high quality Chardonnays which are aged in oak and they come from the cooler regions such as the Adelaide Hills, Mornington Peninsula and Yarra Valley.
2: Thank you for listening to Italian Wine Podcast. from July 1st to the 31st and click the link we thank you and back to the show
1: even warm regions such as Margaret River produce some beautifully balanced Chardonnay from specific clones that have grown there for years the main red grapes in Australia would be Shiraz, Cabernet and also Grenache McLaren Vale has a climate and a feel that's very close to Mediterranean wine regions. And here, not only Shiraz, but lately, Southern Italian grape varieties are excelling. Narodavola and Vermentino, for example. The region's shaping up for many varieties, including Fiano, Tempranillo, Sangiovese, and of course, we have superb Old Vine Grenache, some of the oldest in the world grown on its own roots. The Riverland is home to many different grape varieties including Fiano, Montepulciano, Zabibo, Derif, Nera Lagraine, Legrain, Carmon It's a warm region and it's working towards further diversity. And the use of Mediterranean varieties, really well known for their low consumption of water, is making a difference here. The Adelaide Hills is home to Australia's largest concentration of Gruner Veltliner plantings and the region is showing that it has more personality than the Chardonnay and Pinot Noir for which it is most known. It's also planting Sauvignon, Montepulciano, Arnais, Nebbiolo, and Sangiovese. Western Australia, especially Margaret River, is known for the Bordeaux style blends and also Sauvignon Blanc and Semillon blends. If you go a little bit further down to the Great Southern, you'll find awesome Cabernet Sauvignon, Shiraz and Riesling grown here. If we move along the coast, past South Australia to Victoria, you'll find Victoria's wine producing areas such as Yarra Valley for Pinot Noir and Sparkling, Mornington Peninsula with Pinot Noir and Chardonnay, Geelong and Heathcote that produce fantastic examples of these wines. The Goulburn Valley is really well known for its outstanding Marsan and also for some of the oldest Shiraz vines in Australia. Tasmania has very, very varied soils and there are three hours separating the north and south of the region And we have lots of different soil types here, which enable this cool climate region with varying aspects to produce delicate, pure, floral, green apple and citrus character Rieslings, as well as some fantastic Pinot Grigio and also some fantastic Pinot Noir coming out of Tasmania. The diversity of soils and climates within Australia are allowing Australian winemakers to produce very different examples of Shiraz allowing them to produce very different examples of many other cultivars. New varieties planted in the last two decades are joined by a host of older, established varieties that sit alongside more mainstream grapes and wine styles. Increasingly, these emerging grape varieties are being considered alongside concerns about climate change and suitability varieties for Australia's warmer climates, our drier growing seasons and our food culture. The imagination of Australian winemakers and the curiosity of Australian grape growers mean that many southern Mediterranean varieties have been very successful and planting sort of emerging varieties are increasing, with the diversity of styles sending a new message about Australian wine globally. New South Wales has the longest history of wine production in Australia and in fact grapevines came from the First Fleet in 1788 into New South Wales. The main region here is the Hunter Valley, which is very hot. However, the regions of Mudgee, Orange and Cowra offer wine producers slightly cooler conditions. The vineyards are planted at altitude and are capable of producing some very concentrated Chardonnays and structured Cabernet Sauvignons. The Hunter Valley is well known across the world for a particular type of Semillon, which is unoaked and ages absolutely amazingly. The wines are light-bodied with low alcohol, high acidity and flavours that are very neutral to start with but evolve into a complex spectrum of toast, honey, and nut flavours with bottle age.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Italian Wine Podcast, brought to you by Vinitali Academy, home of the gold standard of Italian wine education. Do you want to be the next ambassador? Apply online at benataliinternational.com for courses in London, Austria, and Hong Kong, the 27th to the 29th of July. Remember to subscribe and like Italian Wine Podcast and catch us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever you get your pods. You can also find our entire back catalog of episodes at italianwinepodcast.com.